0: Five six seven eight. <laughs> hey, how's
1: everybody
0: going? It's Hello, nice and Shimon. welcome to Dance Talk. Hey, how you doing, Ms. To Angie? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Today is April 19, 2020, and my guest is Shimon Powell. He is a member of Dance That's Houston, good. Easy Bar Mitzvahs, Lifetime Athletic, and Fly Dance Company. Come on! Thank you for being a part of Dance
0: Talk. Hey, love to be here. Ooh, feeling nice and good on this Sunday. Good juices mm-hmm. are flowing right. Got the water bottle going. I'm ready to do this.
1: Awesome. We want to know all about you. So, would you please give us your life story?
0: <laughs> all right. So, my life story. <laughs> So dance with me it all started in sixth grade. Uh, things that inspired me to like hop into this this world. the things, the reality was like movies like You Got Served, Step Up. Even movies like, you know, Kicking It Old School with Jamie Kennedy. Like I know it was, the movie was frowned upon, but back in the day it was dope to me. Like people were killing it and I just wanted to see, like, what I could bring to the table. So, sixth grade, 2008 was the first year that I started breakdance with the after school breakdancing class. We were called the uh, Break Monsters at uh, Westfire Middle School. And then just all of the years while I was there, I just kept on practicing. Like, I didn't take it as much seriously as I did now. But I was still like a, a young lion, uh, a young just in the wind, just trying to learn everything that I could, but by the time, like, I was a freshman, so like around 2011, I had already had a good understanding of, like, body placement, weight movement, um stacking, transitions, just, uh, I just had an overall better knowledge of, like, hip hop, jazz, contemporary, just all the dance styles, but mainly, like, Reiki. So freshman year rolls around and then that's when I uh tried out for this team called Inertia. Now at that time inertia was super big. Like I'm talking like Inertia was picked to represent the USA for the Chinese delegation big. So me being on that team I had no idea what I was stepping my foot into. But I could definitely say it gave me some of the best years of my life as a performer, as a dancer, and just and overall just movement specialist, like <laughs> I can't even explain it. There's all the time I spent there, like my teachers by so the name like um Miss Roberts the legendary Miss Roberts killed it. I know she probably was a little harsh on this, but it was all out of love. You no, know? it was just a little tough love. We all felt it, and it all made us better at being. Couldn't get better by it, and, you know, it was just a nice little show you had to break through at first, and then, you know, Mr. Roberts, was the best of friends. And then, for the male side, we had Mr. Joel Dudo Rivera. That man right there is a jungle beast. Like, the kind of training regiment that he put us on every year, something ridiculous. We're talking about, like... 60, 55, 50, those, those push ups. You know sets of push ups in order. And then we got to run around the entire school, come, like it was just the whole thing going on. So I definitely definitely, definitely, definitely cannot thank them enough for more family to the man that I am today because I know without all that that training and this discipline and due diligence, like I wouldn't understand what it means to be a performer and, you know, be a professional in my craft and just know what I'm doing from the outside looking in instead of, you know, just trying to look like a newbie and trying to think like, oh, I'm hot stuff. It's all about, like, taking everything with a grain of salt. If, there is something, if something doesn't come naturally, like, it's all about trying and trying to get again again. One of my favorite things to say is, um, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. It's a famous breaking proverb that's been passed down from generation to generation. And um, it's not, like, how you move, it's not like what you do and how you move, or how you get to A to B, or just how you teach, it's like how you do it, so it's... How how that individual parts away with that knowledge and how did you actually take the steps to actually benefit to their needs instead of just, you know, speeding through the whole thing and giving them that individual one-on-one time after, instead of just giving special attention to everybody during the teaching process. So I just thank them for having me to pretty much know my limit and know when to... Look for more knowledge. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, that was a whole whole story and a half right there. <laughs> Amen. Pretty much, uh, yeah. Ever since I graduated in 2015, I've been blessed to be a part of so many different things. Involved with Houston community, like being involved with Dance Houston, being involved with E Department was like dance company, just pretty much dabbling. My feet anywhere I could get into, it. and yeah, I definitely think that experience got me to where I am today. And I couldn't, I couldn't think anyone less well, especially my friends too, my support along the way. I used to like my old crew, my friends, um, my big supporter, Samantha, like been my homegirl ever since like, middle school days. And she's just been you know, just helping me get back to get back to the level I was Because 'cause I've had some days where, you know, I've been down in the dumps and sometimes you just need that little positive clip in the to, you know, get you back in the saddle. So I definitely have my friends to think, I have my family to think, my teachers, even you, Miss Andrea for getting me to stand places and even if I've never told you thank you before. I just want to say I appreciate everything you've done for me. I appreciate you looking out for me. I thank you so much for being able to help me through my ups and downs and just being there. And, yeah, this ride has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I love you, and I'm so glad I know you. And the very thought of you makes me burst
0: with joy. Ah. <laughs> uh, so I many blush.
1: he <laughs> you know, you goes. I know we, uh, what was it? Was it last summer or like the summer before at summer camp? He <laughs> started calling me mom and it was like,
0: oh yeah.
1: <laughs> and um, you know, what a bond.
0: It's, it's so awesome. It is. It's still my yeah. mom. <laughs> yeah. For sure.
1: Um, so I you mentioned China and I remember. When that happened with the friendship, there was like a friendship uh festival or something, right yeah they um I think when that happened, I want to say Sharon and Joel, god bless them, wow, they're so amazing. um I just had to take a second to say that too um, <laughs> They needed a video to submit, and you know they had those um. I think y'all had done the Mavericks already, mm-hmm. so they had videos. But what they needed and used was the video from a Dance Houston production at the Wortham mm-hmm. and just having the company on the big stage and you know, full lights mm-hmm. and sound and giving it that artistic, professional, you know, theatrical look. Um, uh, maybe mm-hmm. they maybe they submitted the Mavericks video too, but I mean, you guys, you guys were just like. So
0: ready for that, you
1: know, to represent the United States.
0: Oh, yeah. They definitely want us to be on our A game, like, no slouching at all. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. And that was definitely a big opportunity. So, yeah, being a part of the film like that, and especially, like, knowing the circumstances and knowing what the situation was, yeah, that was
1: (laughs) Were there any other, uh, really major milestones for you that just you feel like kind of have defined your career in dance so far?
0: Definitely off the top of my head. Um, I would say winning competitions outside of state is one. Just, uh, going out there, and just improving my skill and actually coming back with a W, uh, that's uh, a smile on my face every time. Uh The time when we got to go teach a class in like, Haiti, all of that, that was dope, that was killer. Um, uh, let's see what else, oh, going to New York, that was killer, just seeing what the bright lights in Greek city looks like for the first time, that's insane, um, going to Florida is insane, probably, probably not in the current day and age, but still, Florida is dope, like, Times I've only been there twice. Both of those were for competitions. I got lucky on one of them He came back with the dub, but these are ones, not so much. But still, like, the overall community out there, like, they're welcoming, it's lively, it's, it's very engaging, much different to other communities that I've been to, but, uh, um, that's an important milestone. Um there's this, uh, jam that, um, Ian Houston threw a couple of years back. It was called uh Living in Five Elements and there is a format called a seven as folks where um one person has to battle either six or seven people and they have to consecutively consecutively rack up um eight points. But um depending on like how long it goes, it could be just like thirty minutes or it could even last for an hour. But whoever ends up with those eight points is the clear winner. So my experience I had to get good round 'cause um my early rounds, uh, they were enough but I started getting a little tired and, you know, I just decided, you know what, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just gas out right now so that way I can have more energy for later and hopefully be able to finish it out. Because I only had um a little bit, so I was a little lacking behind everything. But I made sure the next time I went up, I was not losing. (laughs) I was going to stay in my spot. like I'm not leaving because one person was one point away. And if I were to lose, then that means like he would be the next up guy. And I was confident that if he were to go up at the next time, he would win. So I just couldn't let that happen. So I did everything in my power to just make sure I stayed at the top and for the last... Four rounds that I did, my brace guy, and I won all of them. I came out with um eight points at the end, even though I had to. So, yeah, it's a little confusing going ten. I know I said I went ten rounds and eight points. There's these things called ties. I, um, I was so fortunate enough to get two of them, so I had to go again right after. So, yeah, I was a, I was a little exhausted, but, hey... I'm glad it was over. <laughs> I almost threw up when it was over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, my God. I'm saying they had to spring to a corner, like, yeah. <laughs> take off the shirt and everything. Yeah. Oh, man, it was... It was it was funny now looking back at it but <laughs> <laughs> definitely during the time it was, it was stressful.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. I love it. Yeah, I've had my I've had my days like sweating through clothes and you know, running out of breath and all that. It's so great.
0: <laughs> it's the best feeling. Yeah. Cool.
1: Um, but but I mean almost throwing up like that's that's when it like you were that's when I realized how hard what you were doing was.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't. I was dreaded the day, looking forward to it. But that's why when it, when I was thinking and then you know I had to go I like you know what, <laughs> up, just can <came> over. <laughs> oh my God. Uh-huh.
1: So, just a correction, I think that that was, like, not a Dance Houston event, the uh, Living the Five Elements. Was that the Ether with Rad Crew? Oh, no.
0: That was, that was, a, that was a separate event. That was but, the one that uh, had a DJ Flag came out of town.
1: Okay. I just thought you said the Seven of Smoke thing was a Dance Houston production. I don't, I don't want to take credit for that. I don't think that was a part
0: of it. I think... Uh, it, yeah, it was a part of uh, the first day. Like, that was for the prelims for H-Town get Down.
1: Okay, gotcha. That was one of the categories.
0: Yeah, yeah. I see. You. Okay.
1: I believe it. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. So tell me um, about Easy Bar Mitzvahs and what you get those kids
0: doing. All oh, right, so in the department for that, so uh, that's a definite entertaining experience I was, um, I didn't know at first how to approach it, so I was kind of like asking everybody to just kind of being like the hype man. But now, like, doing it for a good number of years now, like, understanding the system and how to get the party moving, I, I totally get it. Like, pretty much, like, we're, like, the party enhances, we keep the crowd moving, we keep the party jumping. and, you know, it's dead for a little bit, then like, the party will happen, get the kids hyped, get into a little freestyles. like, some of us are poppers, some of us are breakers, and then we're the MC, like, they'll hype us up, they'll introduce us, and then maybe we'll have, like, a line dance going on. Just get everybody involved, and everybody ends up stepping in. The <clears throat> but other than that, excuse me, my bad. Um, it's really just about in celebrating someone. It's like a teeny teen era for Jewish kids, like a coming of age party for. Young ones growing up. And essentially, you know, we just let them have a good time. Like, we do, we do the pop off, have, have them dance on the chair and everything, do the dance in the circle. It's all a fun time. I even learn the lyrics. Like, I sometimes I forget I'm not Jewish because I know the lyrics so well. <laughs> but it's, all, it's, it's a real good time. Like, the fact that uh, we get to go there and just put inject, like, party fuel into everybody and just have it everyone turn up to level 10, it, it's it's dope. It makes me look forward to my Saturdays every week, like, just to make sure, like, all right, like, do I do this? Am I able to come through? Because I just feel like not a lot of kids are able to see, like, break dancing, or they're just not able to get out of their comfort zone a lot. And it takes a lot for them to, you know, do something with So, you know, you just need to have that goofy factor in order to, you know, have them... Step out there with you and do some goofy stuff, and it always it always makes me feel good because I'm a goofy person. I like doing goofy stuff. If goofy stuff puts smiles on people's faces, then you already know I'm gonna turn it up to level twenty and make sure everybody's doing goofy stuff and everybody's you know comfortable and having a good time. Like. I don't want anybody to make them feel like, you know, they're, like, cool kid or, like, they're uh, nerdy kid. Like, we try to get everybody involved. Like, we have, like, dance circles, like, to where we point at everybody and they, like, freestyle and do whatever they want to do. If someone wants to rap during a song, we let them do that. Like, we get really creative during these parties, and pretty much it's just all about letting the kids have fun.
1: Absolutely. I, I can't wait for my kids to be old enough to uh, get invited to a bar mitzvah that we can attend. And <laughs> I can see all this go down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: definitely, definitely. Like, I definitely especially for like you know, Lincoln, like, oh man, it's, it's, <laughs> it's going to be something. <laughs> oh, Cornell would expectable.
1: love this. Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> Probably the best one yet.
1: That's going to be fun. Definitely something to look forward to. Give us like about six years. We will see you on the dance floor.
0: <laughs> we'll be steady prepping for just just <laughs> for the day.
1: <laughs> right on. Oh yeah. Hey, that's good. Good thinking. Preparation. Now is the time.
0: Always gotta stay ahead of the game.
1: Yeah. Cool. So it sounds like traveling has really just been a big highlight for you. Is that really? Um, one of the I don't know, kind of one of the most important benefits of, of the dancing that's kind of gotten you out and about?
0: It's, defi- it's definitely one of the things that I was part of the most because if you were to tell me like five years ago I would have done everything that I've done now, like I wouldn't have possibly believed in Not only is that, like, a lot of miles covered, (laughs) but, like, I just didn't think I would have the resources necessary, but now, oh, excuse me, but now, like, looking at me today, it's, like, it's, it's crazy, like, I never thought I would be half of the places that I've been to, especially within the amount of time that it's taken for me to get there, like, it's definitely a blessing, it's definitely something that was unprecedented, and, Something that I guess just came with, you know, like the territory. <laughs>
1: Is your travel being sponsored, or are you earning the earning your money, picking up dance jobs, and then spending it to go to dance events?
0: It's kind of half and half. So, let's say if there's like a competition outside of state, then that'll probably be like a felt... Self- Sponsorship. Unless I get, like, a group of us want to go and then, like, wall we'll pitch into something together, then that's, like, a different case. But other than that, like, uh, I've been blessed enough to have been sponsored for my trips. Just um, for, like, fly dance company, we have, like, a little fly in that we use. We all bunch up in that and we just take it down, to town. Or let's say if it's something fairly close then I would probably just Uber to there and luckily whoever's there working with me would stay on the same side with me and we would just carpool back to this side so luckily like I've been having a nice balance in between being sponsored and you know doing it on my own so it's a healthy nice little balance. Great.
1: What's it?
0: Uh, what's it like in the studio at Flight Dance Company? Oh, it's a it's it's a very <laughs> it's a very creative room of individuals and yeah. sometimes everybody wants their ideas to get heard, but not all of them make it to the floor. But that's mostly because like sometimes like the ideas that are brought up are good enough. And the idea is that maybe we want to use for a specific specific part, we'll save it for a later part. So that way we already have like a backup plan in store for whenever we need like a oomph factor or something to transition or just a nice little filler piece. So it's definitely definitely no days off. <laughs> From the time of uh, practice starts to the time of practicing, they want you to be fully committed. <laughs> but it's still so, it, you- it keeps you on your toes, keeps you alert, knowing when the next day count is, or being spatially aware of where everybody is. It definitely gives you, It definitely helps.
1: How do you describe their artistry?
0: Um, so, it'll be like, Kathy has a vision, and then she wants us to, she presents us with a skeleton, she gives us the bones, we provide the meat. That's, like, the best way I could put it. (laughs) Like, we provide, like, flavor, and, you know, we inject our own little style into it, because... So she gives us the way like it's supposed to be done. Add our own know, little flair into it to make it, you know, fun. Oh. <laughs> hmm So yeah, like and then um uh the creative director, Mr Casco, Mr. George, and he also you know did his little pieces and every kind of you know, if he sees one of our one strength uh it's one of us, like, you won't hesitate to, you know, use it there, or, like I said, for even, like, one of our traditional or like, you'll save it for one piece, so that way, you already understand the instructions that to get ready to go back at it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, they always know, like, at least what they're doing, or, like, what steps to take. Like, it's always a nice little progression.
1: Tell me about your
0: tours with them. Yeah, so definitely, alright, so the tours, let's see, was that? Alright, so there was this, uh, elementary tour in Bethesda. Um I think it was one of my first tours that I did within, like, uh, I never actually did, like, a school tour before, so it was something different. So, for how these done, so pretty much we get there early in the morning, meet up with the school council, introduce themselves, um, we pretty much get ourselves set up throughout the day. So pretty much how those go, we give them the nice little on the four elements of hip-hop. We give them the nice new background. We show them, like, the four... <clears throat> four pillars, like, the main things supporting the breaking, like, freezes, top rock, footwork, power moves, like, all that good stuff, like, And everything, just so they have a better understanding, like, freak dancing is just what you see on, like, TV. It also has, like, a deeper meaning and a deeper history. You know, there's things that you saw on Step Up, or So You Think You Can Dance, or America's Got Talent. Like, it's different than, you know, what is presented on the media. And I think it's dope that we're able to peel the curtain back a little bit and just show... Like, hey, like, there's more to it just flicking around and doing all of this, like, flashy stuff. Like, no, it's like, there's, there's organization to it as well. Like, you gotta come correct. You can't just come out there doing whatever. You gotta come in a way that everybody understands. And I actually like, I like the way that, um we present because it's you... At the end, like, when we present, we always take a couple of kids from the crowd to pretty much go over everything that they learned. Wow! And then, like, just a little freestyle after they're like, done, because they want to stay on the stage with bit longer edge. They just gain that confidence instead of their peers to just, you know, just go out and wild out and do their little Like, they'll do do Fortnite dancers, they'll do, like, things they saw on TikTok. It's it's dope. Like, it's cool. And it'll be something we didn't even tell them to do. Like, after we give them the things that we describe to them to showcase, they'll just go off and do their own thing. Mm And sometimes we need to get off the stage, and they just keep killing it. (laughs) Like, we sometimes can't do nothing about it, but (laughs) it's being amazing. So it's it's a nice opportunity to get everyone just all around, like, out of their comfort zone, just vibing with everybody. It's a blessing.
1: Yeah. Did you perform with symphonies or just the company?
0: Uh, say it again? Okay, again.
1: When you went out of town, uh, you said Lufkin, did you guys perform with the symphony or was it just you guys?
0: Oh yes, um, that was uh, Um, and those are like uh different tours. So there'll be like school tours that we have to do, and then there'll be like symphony tours. So the symphony tours run a little different. Yeah, we still uh, arrive early just to you know get our set placed down, get the timing right, get everything, get the communication with the orchestra (laughs) set (laughs) up, set up everything um, throughout the day, like, we specific sections, so let's say, like, there's a, like, we'll time them and make sure everything is set up right. <laughs> All right, um, uh, so I had a little sound, uh, sound problem, is test testing, testing, and two. Cool. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Everything's better? Yeah, yeah. Alright, alright. Welcome but,
1: back
0: um, to the show. Hey, you know, uh, I was gone for a little bit. I had to step outside, but we're back. Okay, <laughs> good cool. to be back. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, orchestra shows, they definitely, um, they run a little different. Um, yeah, we set up early in the morning, get our placements down, get our corrections, get our, pretty much get all of our cues right and then throughout the day, like, we'll just be hammering specific sections of choreography because, um, what we've noticed is that, um, the clips that they give us to practice to and what it will sound like live are of vastly different things. So, okay. throughout the day, like, we'll just be pretty much transferring what we know from what we heard on the music file that they gave us to what we're hearing live. Yeah. So, they'll be, like, Specific hints and music that we pick up on that maybe we want to hit just for stylistic purposes. And maybe there'll maybe some things that didn't work. So we gotta like readjust and reconfigure some things. So it's really, it's really a planning, planning type of thing whenever it's like a symphonic or orchestral uh-huh. type of show.
1: Because so we to- want
0: to come correct.
1: Yeah, you're resetting your choreography to the live music.
0: Yes. Mhm.
1: And wh- how do you share the space with them?
0: So they take up generally like the larger back half of the stage. You only take up like the first two quarters of the stage. Not too much. So we really base our dances, like, around being width-wise instead of being length-wise. Right. Because we'll have more to use, like, going outward than, like, depth-wise. Yeah. Because we only have, like, so much space.
1: Right. More, like, on the apron?
0: Yeah. um, Yeah, definitely, like, on, like, the tip of the stage. (laughs) That little oval point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's your spot. All right.
1: <laughs> what was it like being in a musical theater production? We did Swing Baby Swing in
0: 2017. Oh, yeah. So definitely those were a new a new experience for me as well. Because um, the only other theater production I've really been a part of was like stuff in school where I only had like a little scene part. And I was I think I was um I was somebody off a, off a foot off a hairspray. I can't remember though. But um I just remember the, the theme part and I, I know it took dedication and diligence and um like discipline because like it's gonna be a lot of rest and repeat because you have to narrow that specific part correctly or it's not like it's not gonna look good. Like it's not gonna be what it should be. So definitely like th- that was a big learning experience for me going into Swing Baby Swing. Because like the more that I do things, the more that it got easier for me. Cause at first like I was I was um I wouldn't say I was like getting upset that I couldn't get the foot work right. I was getting more like I and annoyed because I felt like I was doing all the steps, but for some reason I just looked different than everybody else. Or maybe, maybe it's because I was putting my own style on it and that was something I didn't need to do for that era in time because it came with a style on its own. And I was probably, you know, just forcing it too hard, so I had to take a step back. Listen to everybody, take everybody's input, you know, especially with Norma Miller, listening to what she has to say, you know, just,
1: you know. Well, hold hold up, hold up. Out of the whole cast, Norma Miller picked only you. Like, she, (laughs) she loved your personality. So, you may have been, you may have stuck your neck out and really been out there. But, I mean, that's what she loved. You made her laugh so hard. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think you, I think you were on to something, and it might have just been, uh, you know, too much to deal with because we were very limited on time, and we were um, in the middle of Hurricane Harvey. And oh, yeah. you know, it was like I don't know. I feel like um, we gotta try something like that again soon.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I definitely think all the minds in there like it definitely provided like a good atmosphere. Like everyone was getting along. It Ooh, was it was fun. fun. Yeah, <laughs> it,
1: yeah, we loved it. Um, we Yo. loved the, we loved watching it, and I loved. Um, I love watching you and I've I've reviewed the videos to like focus in on you know a particular dancer like LeAndre and like I didn't catch the majority of what he had done you know I think I was watching you most of the time or just you know taking it all in Um, or honestly dancing with my kids in the front row Um, (laughs) it was fun Um, but yeah I need to you know I need to keep um, reviewing that to try to see what, you know, you guys really actually did so we kind of can move forward, um, with the new mindset, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: About that creativity, yeah.
0: That would be dope.
1: Yeah, uh, let's see. Why? Do you dance? Wait, what? <laughs> so, dance can be an art, a sport, a mating ritual, a you know his- historic preservation, um, a personal expression. And I'm I know it doesn't have to be one thing to you, but what is it
0: to you? Dance is everything, like. I don't see, don't know how, like, I've dabbled so far into it or um, why it's so big in my life, but it just resonates with <laughs> me, me so well. Like, I just, I don't know, the energy that swells up within me every time something's about to happen, whether it just be rehearsal or the performance or, like, teaching, like, it's, it's just overall fun, like. I, I don't, it's like I barely have a bad day when it comes to that. Because, like, bad yeah. when like it comes to dance. The only time I can't get a move or especially, like, I'm trying to teach and I can't be heard. But even then, like, that just lets me know, like, when i want to a about everyone's having a good time. Like, I'm doing my job and putting smiles on everybody's faces. Everyone's enjoying themselves. I mean, it, it's it's just hard to just be mad when it comes to dance. Like, I love it. Like, <laughs> it's it's incredible. Yeah, There's just so much movement, so much excitement, so much just high level. Just everything is like level 10. <laughs> and, like, just the community events around it, those are always top notch. Like, there's never a bad event. It's just like oh, he's I love it, I love it, I love mm-hmm. it, I love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything else. Awesome.
1: You you said it's you can't be mad that you just reminded me of uh, heavy metal in the '90s. <laughs> I, I would go to the I would I love music. So I would but just always go to concerts and I would go to these heavy metal shows. You know to. Maybe I was, like, there to see Guns N' Roses, but, like, Megadeth was going to open up for them,
0: you know? Oh, so you, you were.
1: <laughs> and these were, these were but that era, I mean, we still have, like, uh Austin city limits, but this was, like, there was a lot of stuff like that around town, where it was just, like, at an arena or in, I don't know, it, places you never heard of before that were just, like, a field, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so it would be like a, um, just like a rock festival. And there are no chairs, you know, um, and people, uh, would be up close towards the band in a mosh pit. (laughs) And like, I got, I got in one of those a couple of times. You know, you really, you really come out banged up. Um, it's insane. (laughs) And I went crowd surfing, which was super cool. (laughs) Yes, you know it. Um, (laughs) And then, so that was like, that evolved into this uh, like kind of heavy metal kind of went into punk rock and ska right after that. And like everybody was like, you're either into punk rock and you're just going to pump your fist or like you're into ska and you're going to like dance like a goon ball. And you know which way I went. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I liked punk. Like I was into punk but like, you know, so it kind of swung me away. And then this local band, The Suspects, they um they had one swing song in their set and I wanted to dance to that song and so I went exploring for more swing moves because I I was dancing by myself, but I would dance I would dance with a just a girlfriend I was there with, and like twirled her around, and we just danced by ourselves again, just like you know, having fun. And I was like, that could be really fun if we like learned a bunch of moves. Hey yeah. <laughs> so we started doing that, and then boom, I don't know where I don't know where ska went, but swing came up, and like I was ready. I already had all the moves. Like I'd been doing it,
0: so it was so so. Fun. It just came to you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and there was this, uh, I think it's, Master plug had this had one of the Scott anthems that was about, like, not hitting people on the dance floor. But that, there was an era where, like, that was our dance. Mosh, what was, I and mean, he was just moshing.
0: Mm hmm. Like, I know I've never technically been in one. I know I've been in some, like, makes mosh pits, <laughs> but, to experience the real thing, that's a whole yeah. different experience. It was <laughs> a bunch of grown,
1: angry men.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't dare at some of those. You wouldn't dare. Oh yeah, I yeah, I've seen I've seen them get rowdy. There's a they're fist fights. I'm like, is, right? Josh spirits in like Fight Club. <laughs> 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 a group fight. Some people had to work out some differences in there. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. oh,
0: I'm glad you came out, though.
1: <laughs> yes, thank you.
0: Because, good Lord, I've seen some nasty ones. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Sweaty, shirts off.
0: Blech. Just, yeah, mud and light. Oh, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know, like, that's definitely, like, a thing for its time, like, those, like, epic moments, like, everyone's just, like, raging, everyone's just, like, letting me, just, as long as I'm the crash it's dope.
1: <laughs> what was that? What's it now?
0: Um, really, like, you. Yeah. It's everyone just forcefully shoving, <laughs> you know, who can shove harder, who can fly faster. <laughs> I mean, it's, it seems like it's more of like a competition, like who marches harder, but it still seems like an overall like fun thing to do. Just, I don't know, <laughs> me personally, I would, you know... Into that, I'll probably be one of the people on the side, be like, oh, got laid out, oh, yeah. But um, yeah, I probably that's how, the <laughs> that's how
1: I feel about break dancing like I don't have much to go out there and like freestyle uh-uh. by myself. I'd rather get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's like, oh, no, I'll sit back on this one.
1: Yeah, and now you want to be my partner? I'm okay with that. Like, this, 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 this everybody have to watch? Like, jeez, please. No? I don't even know what the band's about to do. Um, that's the point. Like, let's let's just... Um,
0: Watching everything on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. All right, I'm sweating now. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs>
1: Woo. All right, so let's talk about our cultural revolution. What is what's happening? We're we are in week six, day two of a stay at home order. <laughs>
0: I've <have> lost track. <laughs> I have grown a <laughs> facial <my central> hair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. It so is. what uh what's it like for you um day to day? Oh yes, so pretty much day to day routine now. I either wake up between twelve or five <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm getting a nice orange if I don't have anything on my mind for just a nice little fruit to get me kick started. Drink some water, get down at least one or two bottles, just stay nice and hydrated. If it's sitting inside, I'll probably do some stretches, or if not, I'll probably just stretch inside. Um, I always try to do some other and foot just to uh, keep myself just in, I guess, not plateau 'cause because I was working out, like, a lot before, like, this quarantine hit. Like, I was working every day, like, just really just getting myself ready for things coming up in the summer or just things coming up in the future, because I really wanted to just get myself in the shape that I wanted to be in, because I know everyone always tells me, oh, you don't need to do anything, you look like this. Oh, well, that's not good enough. <laughs> There's a specific level I want to be at to handle all the like things that I do just to make sure I have enough energy. So after the hundred ups I'll probably rest for about five minutes. I'll probably do at least like five back flips just to make sure I still got it. Um, I walk around my little apartment blocks just to get <laughs> some nice fresh air. <laughs> Um, it's a really good day I have this this trail right next to the beltway that I walk over to I usually take at least like 30 minutes running there or I'll just walk over there and find a nice little spot over some dance steps some footwork, top rock Just, uh, just to keep my body moving and enjoying like the nice air outside, and then, um, after all that's done, it'll generally be about, like, a good two, three hours by the time I'm that, that way I could come back home, I could just focus on, like, what else I need to do, like, you know, I like, need in the room, because, like, I moved into this apartment, like, less than a year ago, and I never really got around to, like, Tidying it up, because I was always, like, digging, like, every day. You know, like, I have some bunch time. I can actually make it look nice. Put some, hang some things up. I can hang my trophies up. I've always been to have, like, a little trophy room. Cool. You uh, know, different things I've accomplished. I can have a little b-boy thing. Because then they have like a little alarm, and I think i Oh, start one of those. oh, all right. Uh, testing, testing, empty. Hey, he's
1: back. Right. you back?
0: Are you I'm sorry. Like, um, I think it's like whenever I'm like moving my head down to lay like back on my pillow, that's where you lose me. So let me just sit up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Are
1: you falling asleep right now?
0: Oh, no, no, no. I was just, uh, um, moving around a little bit early. I was kind of swimming up to lunch, getting a little hungry. <laughs> cool. But now, I'm real good. We're settled. Is everything all kosher? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You want
1: to uh, go, so uh, like.
0: tell us about the rest of your day or you wanted to move on? Um, no, that was uh, pretty much it. Like, I'll usually whip up some lunch and then. I either take a nap or I'm picking up on some of my shows. I've been actually getting into watching a lot of scary movies lately, but I think it's because I watch them in the day. (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. Don't bother watching them at night.
1: (laughs) Yeah. How are your classes going online with your students?
0: Those are every week. I just feel like they're actually getting better and better now. Like, at first, like... It was a weird little obstacle to try to get over, like 'cause you know it's everybody's first time doing something like that, but now, like we've got a nice little a nice little system going on. we'll meet up every week, um we work out with them, we stretch with them, um then we teach a little some sum uh that usually goes well, like everyone like they get the like, as sometimes we tell them to like mute themselves, or sometimes they're just like, you know, they tell each other to mute themselves so that way they can hear <laughs> us more. Like it's it's nice. Like the cooperation mm-hmm. and the communication going on right now is is just smooth. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like, it like you just find something better to do every. Week. But like like even next week like. Um am on having everybody come through and I nice show sort the of review. They're gonna learn some BPS. Yes, we're gonna work out. Like, it's nice to know that I'm keeping everyone active during times like this. Mm hmm. Yeah, cool. Yes, ma'am.
1: What do you have on your uh, horizon for this week?
0: Um. So for this week, um, I've been planning on um, uh, really just more of the same. I've been trying to, like, have a couple of my friends, well, not, like, a lot, of course, of my friends meet up, but just, like, a couple of them to just where we, like, session, you know, we talk a little bit. Just because I want, like, I want to, I want my, how do I put this in a sentence? Like, I want everybody to just not slack off during this time. Like, I know, like, it's a perfect time to just, you know, chill. And, you know, especially if you've been working a lot before this happened, like, definitely take the time to recharge and, you know, get everything settled. You know, take the time for you. But also, like, I don't want anybody to, you know, get behind on their goals and, you know, just start, like, getting out of their habits and breaking into their old habits. You know, I want everybody to stay active and stay diligent and, you know, stay moving. Just because, like, I know that's what we would want. Like, I know no one would want to just slouch into this progression So when they were doing bad habits before. No, I'm all about progression. I want to see better things for everybody. So... If I'm the person that motivates people to you know, at least drink some water or go outside or at least do something to help better themselves throughout this time, then I feel like then I'm doing my part. Mm-hmm. Because we all got time to do something. Just got to make time to do it.
1: If we um, come to the realization that stay at home is just, like, our forever, what would you want for us?
0: Like, what would I want for people staying at home? Yeah. Oh, so definitely, like, develop a schedule, you know, develop, like, a nice little regimen to where, you know... Okay, I'm gonna do this today, I'm gonna do that tomorrow, maybe take a break on this day, and then get right back at it. Kinda like a, like a, either a diet plan, a workout plan. Like, just something that you know that you're gonna stick to, something to keep you disciplined throughout this time. Or something to keep you responsible throughout this time. Because, throughout this time, like, it's all about, well, I wouldn't say it's all about it, but I just like, you know, people, you know, be accountable for like, you know, seeing the change during this time or just taking the initiative to change someone else if that's the case this is no like you know or get a journal or you know just each day like accomplish something that you maybe didn't think about doing before this quarantine happened like finishing a page in a book or of getting a good stretch or nailing a move, just something that you can achieve each day. You can either be, like, doing more push-ups than you did yesterday. There's something to keep you, something keeps you going, something to motivate you throughout this. That's probably what I would hope. But also stay positive and stay blessed because now is definitely not the time to be negative about anything like be blessed that you're able to you know at least have like roof over your head people to spend time with like Communicate, you know, if you haven't talked to someone in a while because um, you were so busy, you know, take the time to reach out, you know, mince some, some broken bones, heal some broken bridges. I'm all about, you know, coming together and just seeing the greener side to everything.
1: My guest today is Shimon Powell. Shaman, thank you for being a part of Dance Talks.
0: Hey, you know, thank you for having me on. It was a blessing to, you know, do what I love to do. I just hope, uh, I just hope everyone just stays safe, stays positive, and we'll get through this together.